are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're talking about God's willingness through faith. Now I want us to go to a passage of Scripture in Romans 12, 3, that will add to this. The Apostle Paul is speaking here, and he shares something that I think is very important to what we're talking about. For I say, through the grace given unto me, now notice again here, Paul talking about the grace that is given. But I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, first of all, let's take the first part of this verse. For I say through the grace given unto me. Paul is referring to the grace, the gift of grace that was given. To every man that is among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Now, sometimes people say, well, you know, you ought to just be humble and think that you're a no good and a nothing. No, Paul said don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. You would have to think highly if you weren't going to think more highly. <laughs> you understand what we're saying here? Now, the latter part of this verse, but to think soberly. Now, listen very carefully to this. He said, think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Every man among you. In other words, to every believer. He's dealt to them the measure of faith. He didn't say a measure. Oral Roberts didn't get more faith than you did. Kenneth Hagin didn't get more faith than you did. He dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now the question comes up then, how in the world would you measure faith? How are you going to measure faith? Can you measure it with a ruler? <laughs> See how long it took you to get it. <laughs> no. If faith cometh by hearing the Word of God, faith in God comes by hearing the Word of God, then God's Word is filled with faith. Right? Now, if I were to bring an offering bucket up here and say, we're going to pour water out of this bucket. Well, if there's no water in the bucket, you're not going to get any water out of the bucket. Now, that's a simple but profound truth. There must be something in it if you're going to get something out of it. So if faith cometh by hearing the word of God, then there has to be faith in all of God's word. God's word is filled with faith. Now the way you obtain that faith is by hearing the word of God. It comes by hearing. Now the way that you would measure faith is to measure the amount of word that is in you. Are you listening? Amen. That's the only way you can measure faith. Now, I'll show you why some of you are in the situation you're in right now. 
There's many of you that you've heard the word of God concerning salvation. Thank God if I confess my sins, He's faithful and just to forgive my sins. And you found out that if you make a mistake, thank God you can get forgiven for it. You found out that salvation is for us today. It didn't go out with the apostles. You can be saved. Any sinner can be saved on the street today. If he'll receive what Jesus has done for him, confess Jesus as the Lord of his life. You know why? Because of the grace of God. The gift of grace. It's God's will that none perish, but all come to repentance. Now, God's willingness is there. And you see, that's what grace is. We're going to talk about this a little further on. But grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. The way you enter into that grace is through faith. Now, you hear the Word of God concerning salvation. You receive that Word, get it into your heart, and it causes you to act on it. Then you enter into the provision that God promised. Those that come to Him, He will in no wise cast out. You get to thinking, that must mean me. I mean, if any man. When it says any man, that's got to mean you. Now, if it said a few men or some, but he would in no wise cast out. Now, see, you acted on that, so you entered into that provision. Now, what it means is that you have received the Word of God concerning salvation. So, at that point, when you're born again, what you've done is you've entered into the measure of the promise that you've heard. That may be all you've heard, that you can be saved and you can be forgiven your sins. And that's the greatest news you ever heard. Thank God I'm on in on that. So you got born again. And you said, glory to God, I'm on my way to heaven. I don't have to serve the devil anymore. But now, you come down with some sickness and you haven't heard about healing. You don't know that God's on your side. You may have been taught that God sends his sickness sometimes to perfect you. And to make you stronger. You know, there's people that believe that. And what you've done, you've received the word of God concerning salvation. But over here in the other area of healing, you hadn't heard about it. So you can't have faith in it because you hadn't heard about it. You know that you can't have faith any further than you have knowledge. See, faith cometh by hearing. So if you haven't heard the word of God concerning divine healing, if you haven't heard that God wants you well, and that He's promised that He sent His Word and He healed you, then you wouldn't have faith for that. But yet you're on your way to heaven. See, and what you've done, you have entered into a measure of the faith that God gave. Now, God gave you all of the Word of God, see. He has given to you, when you were born again, He gave to you the Word of God, the whole Word of God. It is to you. And the Apostle Paul says that God's already said yes to all the promises. He said all the promises of God are yes and amen. You know what that means? Yes and so be it. Now that's what Paul said about it. It wasn't yea and nay. Yes for this one and no for that. He said all the promises of God are yes and amen. Now God gave you all the word of God. He dealt to every man the measure of faith. You know what the measure of faith is? It's the word of God. Now you take that measure of faith and you start metering it out just however much you want. 
See, you can leave the area of salvation. I don't mean leave it. I mean go over into deeper things. You've entered into that, so you would move over into another area. Then you see, you may have an individual that gets highly developed in his faith concerning healing. And he just didn't have any problem with it. The devil tries to put something on him. He said, no, you don't, Satan. In the name of Jesus, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. You know what he has done? He has probably quoted the Word of God day in and day out, the promises of healing, until it got into his spirit. It becomes a part of him. You couldn't beat it out of him with a ball bat. I mean, it's him. It's like trying to take somebody's arm off of him. You can't do that. It's grown on there. And when the Word of God becomes such a part of you and an integral part of you until you can't get it out of you, then that's going to become true in your life, in your real life manifestations. Now you see, what he does is he hears and he hears and he hears and he hears the Word of God concerning healing until it becomes a fact. Faith cometh by hearing. Now let me show you something. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So if a person is sick, he's hoping to be healed, right? Now, the promise of healing is in the Bible. Faith is the substance of the thing hoped for. It is the evidence of the thing not seen. Now, if faith is the substance of thing hoped for, it's the substance of thing desired, right? All right? Since that is true and there's an opposite force to faith which is called fear. Fear is an opposite force of faith, diametrically opposed to it. Fear and faith are opposites. So if faith is a substance of the thing you desire, and it comes by hearing the Word of God, fear is the substance of things not desired. And it comes by hearing the words of the devil. Are you listening to me? Now get this. If faith comes by hearing God's Word, faith in God comes by hearing the Word of God, faith in the devil, which is fear, comes by hearing the words of the devil. It's amazing at the Christians that I find that can tell you everything the devil said about them. <laughs> Brother Captain, you know what the devil said to me? I don't care what the devil said to you. <laughs> find out what God said to you. You know, most of them want to know, though, they say, well, the devil told me this, the devil told me that, but do you have a word from the Lord for me? <laughs> yeah, I have a word from the Lord. Quit listening to the devil. <laughs> it's much easier to hear God than it is the devil. People that are always listening to the devil, they get highly developed in hearing the enemy. Now, you can get highly developed in hearing God. Can you see that? Yeah. Praise God. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have a CD offer number 7316. It's entitled Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Did you know there's a new covenant and there's an old covenant? Well, I know you did, but you need to be reminded of it because in Romans, the third chapter, Paul is quoting an Old Testament scripture. He said, there is none righteous, no, not one. He goes on and talks about some other things in the old covenant. 
Then in verse 19, he gives you understanding of the matter. Now we know what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Well, certainly there are some righteous today. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You see, Paul is using an Old Testament scripture to bring you into the law of faith. And in verse 27, he says, Where is boasting then is excluded by what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. Then in verse 31, he says, Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid we establish the law. Now, what law is he establishing? Certainly not the law of the old covenant. He's establishing the law of the new covenant. And that is the law of faith. Paul said in the 8th chapter of Romans, the carnal mind is enmity against God, not subject to the law of God. What law is he talking about? The law of faith. You can't operate in the law of faith in the carnal mind. It'll shut you down. It'll give you a headache. You can't believe with your head what you can believe with your heart. Offer number 7316, Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.